Hello, my California hornies. This is your Connecticut patootie, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his main vein podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about going from just getting by to just getting greedy. If you love going to church for the rock and music and want to experience the groove in your home, you may soon become an organ taker. Organ Taker by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The demand for vital organs had gone through the roof, just like vital organs themselves since the explosion at the Vital Organ Warehouse downtown. It got so bad that as soon as people went to get their driver's licenses and checked off the little box that said organ donor, a medical team busted out onto the floor of the Department of Motor Vehicles and harvested their organs right then and there. They were emptying out so many people they soon ran a combine harvester over the whole building. That worked great until the driver of the harvester had to renew his own license and then had to run himself over. Although his superiors praised his dedication and creativity, he was fired shortly thereafter for not working anymore. Shaymoni was no fool. She worked at the DMV and had seen so many people husks littering the floor, she decided to make her own license, and she'd be damned if she printed organ donor on the thing. She altered her license to read organ taker, and before she knew it, people started bringing their organs from home to give to her. Shaymoni decided to save up for a rainy day and use them all herself. Within a couple of hours, she had seven brains, three eyes, 42 kidneys, and no livers. Because she had been born with one, then as a teenager got into a crocheting accident so horrible she'd lost two livers, which brought her to negative one, and added a liver now just to have none. She also had 47 intestines in large, small, and assorted sizes, one being a butterfly intestine, unwillingly donated by an insect experiencing a midlife crisis who dreamed of driving a caterpillar truck. We wonder if he would have chosen a different path had he realized he was ultimately experiencing an end-life crisis. At any rate, with all these guts, it was taking Shaymoni weeks to digest her food. Most of her was lactose intolerant, and her bowels went from irritable to enraged. With all that extra stuff inside her, her skin stretched until it was translucent and she looked like a giant lumpy garbage bag full of meat. Good thing she had all those brains. To avoid blowing open, Shaymoni started making kidney pies with all of her extra kidneys. And then lung pies. And appendix tarts. She made finger licking good finger tongues which licked themselves on the way down your throat and here's looking at you eyeball drinks which never stopped looking at you. They just looked at your outside for a time then your inside for a while and then your outside again. Shaymoni opened an out of the way restaurant and her competition became Soylent Green with Envy. They tried selling traditional animal organ food and even the occasional vegetable pancreas, but people scoffed at those foods because none of them had ever attempted a driving test, much less passed. In the end, though, Shaymoni had to close her doors as the place was out of the way and no one smart enough to remain alive wanted to walk that far. If this story ground your organs, you can crank it and other dancing monkeys at the web purdy of the hurdy-gurdy bewarethehairymango.com. It would be time for mail if you sent me any damn mail. Shriek lovingly in the comments for this post or strawberry mail me and we'll set each other's alarm clocks at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com or take me down when you're going to the fields at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. The strawberry fields, not the onion field. Whenever vicious rumors are spread by our mortal enemas, the SF and SF signal stands for Scat Factory, the one place no one can say we're full of shit. In fact, at the end of a shift, we're more empty than we've ever Ever wanted to be. Plus, we've forgotten all the words to our favorite songs. Now I know why Scatman Crothers was so skinny. Tweet your dryer sheet that all the most artificially nice-smelling duds follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Wait, all the naturally stink-ass duds do, too. Let's get ready to tumble! Beware the hairymango.tumblr.com. Here's something I haven't done in years. Asked you to give me a nifty review over at iTunes. I'm not asking for the moon, just the stars, and only five of those. When you're done, there'll still be billions and billions left over. Just don't take them all from the Big Dipper. It'll have to change its name to the Big Line. Also, please leave the one we're orbiting alone. This podcast catches everyone's eye in its slinky dress, but that's mainly because it's a dress made of open-ended slinkies, and now everyone's eyes are dribbling down their cheeks. Don't feel bad for them. Look at what they did to our dress. My dry cleaner can't get eyes out. They'll have to buy a couple of cases 
pieces of eye cleaner. Ah, Betty Davis eyes? I'm fucked. Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Until evil's nicer twin, Good Evil, canoes calmly across the bottom of Snake River Canyon, this will seduce the unsuspecting Matthew Sanborn Smith and tell you spider webs are nature's cotton candy. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking cotton is nature's cotton candy. No, cotton is nature's sweet potatoes. Nature's messed up. Good night.